Welcome to Root of the Matter, and today a really special guest that can now be referred to as not just a national champion, but a world champion right here from Tennessee. Jacob Massey of Petersburg, Tennessee, has won the 2023 World Livestock Auctioneer Championship. That was held at Arcadia Stockyard in Arcadia, Florida, during the Livestock Marketing Association's annual meeting. And here's our conversation with Jacob. I am 34. I grew up right there in a little community of Howe, which is right between Fayetteville and Petersburg, right on Highway 431. Uh, just probably 10 or 12 miles north of Fayetteville. I live in Petersburg. I'm actually in Marshall County, grew up in Lincoln County, and I'm just right across the line where me and my wife live now. Um, but it's still, still in Petersburg, just right over the county line. So this is something you, you grew up kind of in the auction business, and I'm not sure exactly maybe when you got started selling livestock uh, or auctioning livestock. Uh, kind of give me a background on that. Sure. I, uh, of course, Dad's an auctioneer. When I was, well, before I was born and when I was born uh, several years, their dad sold livestock at, at the livestock sales. And then later on, he kind of got out of that and got into the real estate, farm equipment, auctions, uh, personal property, and that sort of thing. And well, we've always been in the livestock business. We've always had livestock. Uh, we've bought and sold livestock all of my life. I grew up going to the, the livestock barns with dad or with my granddad. And, and at a very young age, me and my brothers were, were buying cattle ourselves. I've always enjoyed the, the livestock auction. Just the fast pace, the bidding, the and the and the cattle. I have a passion for for that industry. I grew up doing that, which I grew up, of course, following dad. I, you know, I'd, I'd have to ask him to make sure, but I'm going to say, six, seven, eight years old. You know, I was probably starting to auctioneer a little bit. And I know when I was nine or ten, uh, we'd have a, a farm sale somewhere on Saturday, and and we'd kind of get late in the day and around. You know, wouldn't be a whole lot of people left late in the day and, and dad would put me up there and I would sell, you know, some hand tools out of the shed or something when I was pretty young. Um, but I got my first, first full-time livestock, uh, job when I was, uh, I was 18 or 19 right out of high school, uh, there in the fall actually started at Fayetteville, which of course, you know, used to be the Tennessee livestock producers barn. Uh, Bobby Eason was still managing there at that time. And, um, uh, got my first job there, which I'm still there today working for them every Tuesday. Uh, but I've picked up a few more sales uh, along the way. So Unionville on Mondays and been there since 2013 and uh, pretty close to the same time at uh, Columbia now as well. So it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Is that what you do? Or is that the sales? Yeah, that's uh, that's the three days right now that I, that I sell livestock. Uh, and I still, when we have uh, some live auctions, real estate or personal property, I'll still help with those and uh and i'll help with a few equipment construction auctions uh throughout the year at different places as well i'm assuming maybe y'all might have cattle of your own i'm, I'm not sure uh, i mean on on a farm oh yeah yeah we uh i turn out which it's kind of just me and my wife and our four children now uh, but we're still in the in the livestock business we buy buy and sell cattle we'll turn out some stalkers and uh, i'll turn out some cows and calves and pairs and that sort of thing and, and uh good friend of mine we've been best friends since high school me and him will we'll partner on some 
some cows together that we turn out. But we're still pretty heavily involved in the in the livestock business. That's something that I hope to always continue in. I've always been in it and always kind of want to be in it. And I'm assuming that's in Marshall County and Lincoln County where you run cattle or or, or, or no? Yes. Yeah, it'd be, be Marshall and Lincoln County. So I'd say it helps you to actually be a, and I know y'all grew up that way. You grew up on and having cattle and, and then being able to help other farmers sell their cattle or auction them for them at a barn. Uh, I would say that makes a difference for you as a, a professional auctioneer to have your own cattle to kind of, you know, you know the business in and out. Yeah, and that you know that's you're talking about selling you know that farmer's cattle for them, and that that's one thing I've always taken very very seriously as my role as the auctioneer. You know, they, some producers may just have you know a handful of cows that they sell a few calves off every year, and then we have some bigger producers you know that run several hundred cows. But still, at the end of the day, when when those cattle come through the ring, if he's got one or if he's got a hundred. It, there's there's a weight that I carry on my shoulders that that this is their livelihood. They they've raised this this product and now I'm going to auction it off for them. This is their paycheck. And a lot of those producers, you know, they may just they may sell calves one time a year and that's their that's their check for the year. And I, I take that very seriously when I'm up there working for them. They you know they might as well be my they might as well be my cattle when they come through the ring. Uh, I'm going to work just as hard for them as I would for myself. And obviously, Jacob, it's it's paid off in, in terms of the way you've gone about your business in terms of uh, the, the workload that you have in, in selling in three different auction barns uh, in the mid-state. And, and that kind of all kind of paid off finally for you uh, at the World Livestock Auctioneer Championship down in Florida. Uh, talk about that process and this is not your first time to to be in this contest right no that's that's what i was going to start out with saying you know it's kind of been a been a long journey i guess you'd say Uh, i actually competed in my first qualifying event uh which i'll give you a little background just kind of briefly on the on the contest livestock marketing association they they host the world livestock auctioneer championship every year uh in conjunction with their convention uh, they think they started in the, I think the early fifties, maybe or sixties with the, with the contest. Um, and they move it around every year to a different location all across the U S and, uh, to get to the, the semifinals, they have qualifying events. So they used to do four, they, and take the top eight. Now they do three qualifying events, which they take the top 10 from each three qualifying events to make 30 semifinalists. And then they will take the international champion, livestock champion from Canada to make 31. So you narrow it down. I think this year, I think they said there were, they started out with all three qualifying events. I think there was 102 contestants. So they narrow that down to 31 for your semifinals. When we do the semifinals and the finals all in one day, uh, wherever the convention and contest is that year. And uh, so this year, of course, it was in, in Florida. I qualified in Missouri to, to make it this year to, Florida to be in the semifinals, but I started out in 2010. It was my first year to compete. I went to a qualifying event in Calhoun, Georgia. Uh, didn't know hardly anything about the contest uh, going in and, and got there and 
you know, didn't really know what to expect or what to do. And, and, and that was, that was sure a learning curve for me, uh, going to that, that first, first event. Of course, I didn't make the, the semifinals that year. I went back in 2011 and luckily made it that year, uh, qualified to go to the semifinals, which was in South Carolina. And, uh, went over there and didn't do very good at the semifinals, which once again, that was a, a big learning curve because that was the next, next step up. Uh, and I always say if you're, if you're learning, you know, you're growing and, and that's, that's what we always are striving to do in this business is you can learn something every day. So I went back in 12. I did not make the semifinals once again in 12. I took a year off in 13 and didn't compete. And from 14 until now, I've made the semifinals. And 2016 would have been my first year to make the finals, uh, the top 10 in the world. And I was fortunate enough to place top 10 there a few years in a row. And then in 2022, ended up reserve or runner-up or third place. I always get confused on the reserve and runner-up, but I was third place in, in 22. And then fortunate enough this year that uh, all the stars kind of lined up. And uh, I say luck was on my side and, and pulled out the, the win this year. Obviously, that had to be a, a very great moment for you when they named you. Did you feel like that you, you obviously you put your heart into it you're, and, and you're, a lot of preparation, a lot of work goes into this. It's something that everybody can't do. There's only a few of you all that are able to do what you do as good as you do it. And so what was that like to, to you know, you felt like you, had done good, I guess, right? And then, and then you got your name called. Well, actually, I, uh, of course, when you get done, you know, everybody tells you, you know, good job, or and, and which I've got some really close friends uh, that have been in the contest or still in the contest, and I've got some close friends that are past champions, and I always kind of look to them for advice or you know how I did or what I need to do different. And uh, my first run in the semifinals, I felt pretty good about. Uh, thought I had a pretty good go. And so I go back and sell in the finals uh, on Saturday. And when I got done, of course, I tried to get every, give it everything that I'd had. Uh, but I, I didn't feel like it was as good as my first round. And I'd ask my wife, Miss Christina McKee, was there, and I'd ask her, and she said, well, it was, it was something a little different. She said, I, but I think it was still good. And then a good friend of mine from Iowa, which is the 2018 world champion, Jared Miller, uh, I asked him, and, and he said, he said, well, I thought your finals was a little better than your semifinals. I thought you kind of gave it a little more go. But he said, I thought it was a little better. So, And it's just like that's the way judges, you know, everyone likes something different. So, But that being said, I, I wasn't just real confident in the whole deal about, about winning. I, I, I didn't dream of of them calling my name that night but when they did it was it was so so overwhelming to hear it come over the the speakers uh, something you, you always dream of since you since i've been competing was was hearing your name for the championship and when it did like i said i was i was blown away by it um, very very fortunate that my wife and four children were there uh, to experience it with me mom and dad were there uh, you know, and, and some other, Bill and Christine McKee, big supporters that I used to work for, they still came and were there. And I was very grateful that, that we all got to experience it together. It's something I will truly never, never forget. I heard what you said at the podium 
that you know you turn you 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 kind of showed your faith right that that kind of has walked you through all of this journey right oh yeah of course i mean i, I give all the praise and the glory to god uh, he's the one that's just giving me the ability the talent that i have to to be able to do something that i love every week and to be able to support our family uh of course my wife i if we're going to do something she's she's a hundred and 20%. Most people, you know, they go, well, I don't got to give 110. She gives 120%. And she's, she has pushed me to be better, not in a bad way. She, she's pushed me to win this, this contest. It's paid off. And now your name is forever on that list of the World Livestock Auctioneer Championship winners. What's that mean? You know, I've kind of thought about that uh, quite a little bit. It's you know that's that's one thing uh, that, like you said, it, it's always going to be there. I mean, you look back to the very first contest that they had. Ed Buckner uh, was the champion that year. So many. I think this was the, I want to say, 59th contest. I'll have to go back and double check that, but I, I think that's right. But that long, and and back to the very first one. His name is he is still the world champion. Even to last year, 2022, Will Epperly, he is still and will always be the 2022 world champion. And now I get to add my name to that list. It, it's very humbling. Yeah, I think this was the, the 59th, and there's never been a Tennessean all these years. We've had competitors for, for many years. You, you've obviously been one yourself to represent uh, Tennessee. There's a lot of uh, livestock auctioneers in this state. That's one of the big things that we do, as you know. Uh, but, you know, there's never been a Tennessean. And so there's a lot of Tennessee folks that are proud that finally uh, you broke through and you got you, Jacob Massey is that uh, that world champion. Yeah, that's that's something else I was had noticed. Uh, matter of fact, me and, and uh, a guy from – Nebraska, I believe we were talking uh, when we were in one of the holding rooms at the contest this year about uh, which state had the most champions. And I said, you know, probably Kansas, Nebraska, or Iowa. And and we never did go back and count. But then I got to think, I said, well, I don't think anyone from Tennessee has ever has ever won. And uh, got to looking back, and sure enough, no, no one from Tennessee ever won. So that's, that's something else that, you know, just kind of, put the icing on the cake uh, that I got to be the first one in, from Tennessee to, to win the World Livestock Auctioneering Contest. Well, Jacob, you've got a voice uh, that's that's gold when you start selling when you start selling livestock, and I know that's mostly cattle, but uh, I'm sure you sell goats and sheep and, and uh, maybe some hogs over the, over your time, maybe some equine. I'm not sure about all that, but your, your passion – as it goes back to being a farmer yourself and what you said earlier that when you go to auction off whether it's one one cow in that ring or a, you know a set of cows that are all selling all together it's something you you do have passion about you want to get the most and want those buyers to understand what it is 
you know, they're bidding on and, and, uh, you know, where that price, where that price line is. And you got a lot of things in there, but that, that passion, it goes back to you wanting to, if it were your cows that were being sold or your livestock that was being sold, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, it, it's something I take, take very seriously. Uh, and, and really, uh, kind of when I first started, there were, you know, and, and the farmers, uh, those producers, they, they kind of look to, to the auctioneer, you know, I'm not just myself, but wherever they may market their cattle, uh, they kind of look to the auctioneer. And I, I really kind of realized that a few years ago, um, you know, when they would, they would drive up in their truck and trailer and they would unload and, and they would, they would check those cattle in they, and they get a dock slip, you know, which shows how many head they unloaded and if they were weaned or had any vaccinations and, and all that. And, and a lot of times those, those farmers, those producers, they would, they would come to me, they would find me if I was there when they unloaded and they said, you know, Hey, I, I brought, I brought 15 calves down here. You know, they, they're weaned. They've had two complete rounds of vaccinations. And they're in pen 127. You know, I, I, I really appreciate your help. And that's, you know, I, I realized, Hey, they're, they're really dependent on me. This is, this is their paycheck. Uh, and it's in my hands to get them top dollar. Just like you would expect somebody when there's your your cattle are being sold, right? So yeah, it's just amazing, Jacob, and we're we're mighty proud of you here in the Volunteer State, especially the folks in Columbia and Fayetteville and Unionville where you sell on a weekly basis. There's a lot of folks that are just extremely proud and and knew all along that you've had this talent. We finally just now the world knows, right? Well, I guess if you want to put it that way, but uh, I really appreciate all the all the support that that everyone's given me, not just this year, but in the years leading up to it. Like I said, it's it's been a journey, and I really truly appreciate each one that's that stood behind me and cheered and rooted for me all the way. Jacob Massey, the World Livestock Auctioneer Champion. Congratulations, Jacob. Thank you for visiting with us, and uh, we look forward to hearing your voice selling a lot more Tennessee cattle here in the future. Thank you, Lee. I really appreciate it.